0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroyed Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm Chris Asher, and I'm Mark Chen. And Mark, we have a special ghost in the room. Knock, 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 knock. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we've we do have a special guest, and for those of you who have been listening for a while. Uh, we decided that it would be good to invite Murray Morgan in. He's the uh, principal of uh, the School of Hard Knock Knocks, which we did an episode of earlier in the history of this podcast. That's is right. What I'm going to call it
1: exactly. And after he's he gave us that um, you know that carton of beer, we had no choice to do.
0: Well, that's it, Murray. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, so we thought we'd do a bit of a follow up episode. Uh, yes. partly because um okay, I'm going to I'm going to be completely honest here, right? You're a fanboy? I really like what Murray's done with um, fanboy <laughs> with his social, but also just to top it all off. Mm-hmm second most listened to episode of the podcast is the school of hard knock-knocks episode nine is it it episode nine i'm glad one of us knows (laughs) because i was like i need to i need to look it up but we'll we'll link it (laughs) he's done his research that's it of course how are you very good Uh, so who beat me uh, it was the, the one starting a blog one. So oh, yeah. there was no, mm. yeah, no one beat you. <laughs> You're the only human. Oh, oh yeah. it was yeah. just you two, the other
1: one. Yeah, that's oh, right. We just did a... Talking about uh, starting, starting a, a blog.
0: blog and I think we just SEO'd it well enough yeah. that people were clicking on it. So Fantastic. there we go. Yeah,
1: there we go. I feel very special. So, well, thank you very much and, and good s- to meet in-person Mark. Yeah, likewise, likewise. I, so here's the story, right? Um, You know, Maury shows up at the front door. I look up and I go, oh, debt collector's here. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, you're dead. <laughs> oh, we're dead. What do we do? What I do look do we like we a devil, according I, to you, Chris.
0: Yeah, I think that you would be cast as a devil. <laughs> yeah. in, in very suave. Yeah, very, yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. like, have you seen that TV show Lucifer? Uh, no. Okay. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, So we thought we'd do a – because we spoke um, and thought it would be a good idea to do a bit of a follow-up because, um, I I don't know, we we like what you're doing. I actually learned from when we talked on the phone before we did the episode, I was Mm. like, oh, my God, you guys have – you have a great strategy Mm. when it comes to my biggest takeaway from that – was uh, the Google Places?
1: Oh yes, the footprint thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Expanding your footprint by yeah. using multiple, um, multiple venues yes. to as actual locations for your business. So all of a sudden, you might be it's sort of an intangible kind of business because you are you are teaching stuff, but. You're teaching stuff at different locations. Now, all of a sudden, you can put all of those locations as like addresses for the business in Google, and now you're a chain. And you're, mm. and
1: you're a local business. So, if you do look your business, you know, if you search locally, right? Boom, it'll come up, right? Yeah, Sweet. it does. And it guarantees Clever. that you're on the front page on, on
2: Google. Yeah, wow. Because if you're within the CBD of Melbourne or yep. Adelaide, yep. soon Sydney, we're having trying to get that up there it's oh, a bit nice. more bit nice, tougher nice. Yep. Um, yep. it will come up so all the ads are there on the on the normal google results yep. and then on the right hand side yes. there's the map yep. showing the school yeah, had not places, yeah yeah
0: yep. Yep. nice that's awesome mm. yeah and did you like was that a, a, something that you consciously said ah oh, I, I reckon i could uh, game the system because I mean, it's not really gaming the system, it's but there's, it's yeah. like a, it's a legit loophole in a way. I I do a lot of things and go,
2: I can't remember doing that. You know. Like you know, coming home drunk the night before. Except I oh, build yeah. businesses that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know how. And I, and I look Drunken back at master. Yeah. And and the thing <laughs> is, um, when I applied for the Google Business, yep. Um, and our venue is the is Imperial in South Yarra. Yep. And, and they sent you the postcard. They yeah. they sent them the postcard. Oh yeah, right on. Yeah. And then they registered on our behalf.
0: Nice. And did did they know that the postcard was coming or no? That was com- they just they just went oh school hard not. Knock I think it was
2: completely accident. I pressed yeah okay and it got sent <laughs> and you know Brad or whoever in management because yeah. we had a good relationship because we'd been there many many times over. Yeah, mm. um, he's like oh yeah I'll just uh, dial in the code. Into nice. Google Business, that's awesome. And uh, for for Adelaide, we had three different. We've had the third venue. Once you got the venue, mm. uh, the first one was is the Archer, which is in North Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually called me, so I got a phone call from Google, yep. actual phone call. Yeah, yeah. And they said, um, yeah, Apple does. You've that got as to well. prove it. Yeah. Um, please send me some photos inside. Uh, of the venue. Oh, really? And we do a lot of photos, so that was easy. because
0: they're seeing they're seeing that you've got like Huck. multiple locations. They're like, mm, okay, so I didn't know that's the inside of the exact venue. No, I don't it's know. Just, I don't know. I, I'd assume that it'd just have to be different to the other photos that you've got, and maybe just not something that is already in dingy- there. If they do a reverse. Image Geo, search geotag? Can they geotag my photos? Maybe? Oh, maybe they do. I don't know.
2: Mm. what does Google know? In does
0: Google <laughs> they know everything. everything. Yeah. right
2: into destroy digital. <laughs> if you know the answer, <laughs> yeah. Th- this
0: is how much Google know. Just real quick, on a side note, I I ride a motorbike, right? And I had a look in my uh, history, my Google Maps history, and places that I've been and stuff like this. I after seeing this, I turned it off immediately. Uh-huh. Um and it gave a like a timeline. They've got a thing called the timeline, yep. mm-hmm. and one of the things, and I started noticing, rode a motorcycle from here to here. I was Whoa. like, how did, did they know? Because you were lane splitting. Because of <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the only way they've yeah. got they've got AI l- like yeah like, uh, learning yeah. um that says oh well. Someone who takes this route at this time of day, who does it at this speed, and maybe there's like the accelerate the accelerometer yeah. in the yeah. phone yeah, the or phone. whatever, yeah. and yeah. they can they can determine that I'm on a motorcycle. I mean, you've got
1: two Android phones that are stationary, and you've got one that goes through it, you know, it's a two-lane oh, road. well, that's... All of a sudden, could go, be, that yeah. one that's gone through has to be, be a be motorcycle easy. or a bicycle.
0: Isn't it crazy? They I mean, know wow. yeah. way and too is, much. And <laughs> if he's hitting
1: 60Ks an hour and he holds it for five minutes, 12 minutes, well, that's not a bicycle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. So. Sell this man a helmet or <laughs> yeah, any exactly. other type of item. Yeah, yeah that's Exactly. Right. So, mm. Yeah, that's
0: right. So and that's the story of how the robots are selling us <laughs> yeah.
1: everything. That's it. Skynet. Mm. Is here. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so um, okay. So you've you've got into the multiple venues mm-hmm. and uh, they're helping you out because I I figure that in in their minds like what's in it for them if they say they do you know fill out the the thing what they get the postcard they call up the thing and or as you said you know you got to send them photos or yeah. whatever like there must be some sort of involvement in the actual establishment the the location that have to sort of agree to stuff um i think i mean what what i think is in it for them is they get more listings for their location on Google for different things.
2: Well, we work with the Australian Venue Company uh, uh, right across Australia, uh, except for Adelaide. Funny enough, but uh, we have a good relationship with the with the uh, the pub owners in uh, in Adelaide. Yeah, right. Uh, but for Sydney, Melbourne, and other places, Australian mm. Venue Company owns. Uh, I think they own about forty eight pubs in Melbourne alone. Wow, okay. right. And they're an yep. unknown. It's not a household name, but it, yeah, yeah. they own a lot of venues. Mm-hmm. So I deal directly with the managing director. At the highest level, yeah. Uh, so I get introduced to the pubs through through his e- email introduction That's to the, the to local it, general manager. So right. when you come from the top down, it's a lot easier. Uh, when a postcard turns up and they need to put in a code on Google, it gets done. Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. Interesting. That's good. Yep. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of things that I want to cover in this episode. Um, so one of the things that always impresses me about School of Hard Knock Knocks is the amount of content that you guys are able to produce. Mm. And I know that our listeners, uh, they need to be producing more content. Yeah. Um, so I think the the big takeaway for them would be, you know, how do we go – how do we make content and make it not a hassle to make content? Yeah, And and what, what has it done for your business, I guess, is – Probably the biggest thing. Um, yeah, I mean, you you say this all the time, Chris, and you know it's part of our uh, shtick, right? It's like
1: you make your bi- you make your content while you're doing your thing. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, the the easiest is obviously strap a GoPro to your head and talk to it. As you, <laughs> you, you know, as you as you as you you know as you go about your business, right? <laughs>
0: I'm going to start doing that, just sitting at my desk. All you yeah. see is my computer screen code being typed out. And we hear you swear every 30 seconds. <laughs> Why yeah, is it is working? working? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, making content as a byproduct of your business day-to-day is probably the easiest way, uh-huh. and you're in a fortunate situation.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm in the situation where my product becomes the marketing which yes. builds the service or product. Yeah. It's it's perpetual because the more successful we are, so for those listeners who don't know, so we teach stand-up comedy and the we have anywhere between 10 to sometimes 15 students Her, who do the course venue, per, per venue per yeah. month in Melbourne and Adelaide yeah. and Sydney. How
0: months. many courses do you run per year?
2: We run 11 in Melbourne. We run four in Sydney and four in Adelaide at the moment and next year, Uh, It will hopefully be six in Adelaide, six in Melbourne, Uh, six in Adelaide, six in Sydney. So what's the maths? So it's about over 20, 20, 22, 23.
0: So out of that, you've got, say, say there's, there's going to be roughly 26, um, which if I do the maths, there's 26 uh, is half a year of weeks. Is that right? Um, 52 weeks a year, 26 is six months. So you'd want 14 people per, per class mm-hmm. to be able to release something brand new every single day if mm. they were all to do something that was filmed.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Pretty that doesn't much. take into consideration the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and Adelaide oh my Fringe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Which we also Bonus do. content. And we have a podcast.
0: Yes, you do Even have a podcast. Content. And we'll get to the podcast part in a minute yeah. because I really like that as well. Mm. Um, but so the content that you're creating um, or that your business is creating is stand-up comedy for YouTube and Facebook uh, mm-hmm. and... Everything. Instagram as well. Instagram, we do sixty okay. second. Yep. Yep. And uh, when, at what point did that all start? And and did you turn? Like, do you have a process for? I'm sure you'd have to have a process for generating and and you know releasing all of that content. Like, who's sitting there editing all the videos and and putting it all out? What's the What's the process there?
2: Mm. All right. Well, I guess the process starts with. Well, let's start from the beginning. So the process is. We have a course yep. so to have a course we need a poster on Facebook and that same poster gets replicated onto Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, we push that out through Facebook advertising yep. and through and which goes on to some goes on to Instagram and uh, also uh, Google so we do some Google um, but we do Google's very specific I'll maybe talk about that yeah cool a little bit later not specifically for learning stand up comedy, but for other other keyword searches. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Because we're this top paid, end. is paid search, yeah. Top end it's paid, yeah. yeah. That's right. But mm-hmm. we do a lot of SEO as well. Of course. So so then someone signs up and they they want to do this course. And uh, we send them using Eventbrite. Now, it, I know a lot of people use Try Booking, which I think is an Aussie platform. And I don't know what the back office is on Try Booking. I use Eventbrite mm-hmm. because you can send a lot of emails Through Eventbrite. Automated. Yes.
0: Yes. Ah, uh, because this is something that we've talked about before. Um, have we talked about that? It might be a conversation. Actually, no. What it's about Eventbrite? conversation that I've been having with a room runner about mm. Ticker Tech. Yep. Mm. Um and not owning not having any of your data. Um because like when you're when you're running an event, Tick Tech, they have access to all that data. Yep. You get nothing. Yeah. You know? Um so Eventbrite would be one of the ones that, that you can actually access the data.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a side issue, a side note on that is that Eventbrite lines up with uh, MailChimp, which yep. I use as well as a paid... There's a free yeah, and a good, there's a paid integration. Okay. Yeah. I use it. Yep. So anyone that buys a ticket through Eventbrite goes into my MailChimp database. Beautiful. Automatically. Yep. Uh, pretty, pretty. That's pretty solid. Uh, mm. But going back to Eventbrite specifically... It has automated emails, so yep. when you book a ticket as a consumer, you'll get a forty-eight hour notice on that ticket that you yeah, bought, you know, exactly, and whatever yep, yep, concert yep. or whatever it may be. Hmm. But you can actually, as a as the organizer, you can. I, I don't know if it's an infinite number, but you. But I put seven uh, point of touch points. When someone buys a ticket, there's seven touch points that they get. Five of them are before. And two of them are after. after nice. Yeah. So when they join up, they get an immediate email. That's automated. That, yep. I, I didn't do that one. Then they get, uh, I think it's seven days before they get a reminder right. uh, to join the Facebook group. Five days before they get reminded to uh, tell their friends about yep. the, sh- yep. the, the course. So th- we're using them as our marketing channel. Mm. Two days before um, we remind them about the online course which they get for as part of the, the, the program that they're signing up to. And then a day after the show, they get an, uh, you know, they're on a high because it's a stand-up comedy school, yeah. which they perform live to a, an mm. audience of 60 people. Yeah. They're on a natural high. Uh, we, we tell them, if you enjoyed yourself, tell your friends and get $100 as an affiliate. Brilliant. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. I love it. That's it's perfect. Yeah. Yep.
2: And I put it in and I, I told I my general manager, Catherine, uh, I, I try to get the whole thing put in, you know, beginning of the year. So I'll have the entire Eventbrite automation done by February. Yep, For the whole year. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's that's one of the things, isn't it? Like um, when you, you, you kind of got to be really prepared. You got to have a, a content calendar because yep. this is one of the things that a lot of people don't do. They don't. They don't prepare this stuff in no. advance. They it, try and do it ad hoc as they go. Yeah. Yeah. And it might work for a very short time, but it's not sustainable. It's if great. If you're prototyping. Yeah. Right? You know. But once you've got once you got the model, yeah. then you need to just make sure that it's all there so that you don't like it even comes down to and I'm just talking from my own experience right now, even just with this podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. having like having to race the clock every week to make sure that the episodes edited and ready and uploaded yep like it's it's not sustainable even though you might just be it might just be a couple of hours a week yeah you know, if you can get ahead with anything like that, whether it's content... Tra- yeah, which is what yeah. we're trying to do. Which is what we're trying <laughs> to do. And we're, we're getting pretty good at it right yep, now. Yep. Well, we, at one point, we were like six episodes ahead. We were at one point. And yep. then we were doing it like... Ad hoc. <laughs> 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 but like... And, and that's the key. And, and uh, whether it's creating content or whether it's doing the actual marketing activities, the key is to have all of that stuff set up, like yep. you said, for the whole year. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but and, then, mm. and
1: then the machine just runs. Like, yeah. I mean, what I'm getting out of this is that, you know, Murray comes across as an impresario. Right, someone who loves. That's
0: no what, no <laughs> thing to is that a call good thing? our guest
1: Is That a good thing? I'm happily married. That day. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I didn't say Lothario. I said impres- oh. impresario. Right, someone who's. I don't know what that is. No idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, a showman. You know, someone who's. Who- Why didn't you just say showman? <laughs> impresario <think> <laughs> sounds a little more. I don't know. Anyway, it's an old school word. Um, it's the old school word, right? It's an old school word, it's like it's like um, PD Barnum an impresario, a person who loves talking to his.
0: Yeah, you lost us. P.P. <laughs> <P>. Barnum. <laughs> Ringling Barnum and Bailey Circus. That's why so we us shaking our heads oh, each at each like, other. Yeah, okay. What's what Mark Just tell us that it's like a car, Mark. Use yeah, your usual my car analogy. My car analogy. analogy you no, know, yeah, yeah. I
1: don't think a car analogy would work. <laughs> but the showman analogy works. It's like he, like you, Maury, you, you come across as a guy who loves talking to his customers, who mm. loves you know, engaging with with you know with every one of your students, right? You're yeah. pre- you you know you're like the Dumbledore of of knock the school hard knock knocks. You know every one of your students' names. You love talking to them. You love talking to the to the people who want to come to your school. You know you're you could be the head of it. You would be the head of admissions if you could be as well, because you know because you love what you do. Now this is the difference. that I'm getting that you know like a lot of business owners don't like talking to their customers. They don't like sending out emails. They don't like responding to emails. Mm. You know, they could they could work from a bunker. They would. Mm. That's a surefire way of not making sure your business doesn't work, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know yeah.
2: On that note, I and this is just because we have a fantastic community that comes out of the school. Yep. I hire a lot of those people. Almost everyone that I think everyone, everyone that we work with, mm-hmm. that does the camera work, the the um, the MCing, the um, you know the the lighting the yeah, right. the course uh, facil- facilitation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're all graduates of the school right so That's who awesome. so have
1: come through the system and they're now and they part of this and they're, they're bringing the, those values to yeah. the, the future students and who
2: it? knows better to improve something than someone who's done the course fantastic then the, yeah they're exactly the people we want so it is, it is a perpetual, I think going back to earlier comments about marketing, It is. I built a machine that's perpetual because as the organization grows, it develops its own marketing material yep. by default. Yeah. And then we hire people who have been through the system. We yep. pay, pay them. Everyone gets paid as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they add value. Like yesterday, for example, we had graduation here in Melbourne and one of the uh, graduates, his name's Will, he did the course and he loves video work. So he was teaching me about uh, getting a better shot for video. Yeah. Right. And he's created... So in our videos, we have this TV that drops and has a sound effect. Yeah, yeah. and, the, and then there's the School of Hard Knock Knocks logo. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yep, appears. Yep. And he's like, oh, don't take this the wrong way, Maury, but I've, I've created a better one for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so nice. I, I
2: talked to him today. I said, um, you know, we've, we're currently outsourcing in Australia, but we're outsourcing it to a guy... Um, not in Melbourne, and he hasn't done the course. I'm actually thinking about, you know, o- offering it to the alumni, to the community yeah. to do our video editing. Would no, you be interested? Well, a, what absolutely. better way
0: to get dedicated people yeah. is like, and this is one of the things that a lot of businesses don't seem to get is like, yeah, it might cost a little bit more, you know, it might cost a little bit more to not like, especially as a web developer, mm. you know, it might cost a little uh, more for me to have in-house developers, right? But if I can have those developers start learning new things, growing, and all of that stuff, then they're going to be a lot more loyal to yeah. my business mm-hmm. than just shipping it off offshore and just going, ah, oh, whatever comes back comes back. I'll, yeah. uh, I hope it's all right. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: Richard Branson put it quite clearly. Like you know, you, you teach your people enough skills so that they can leave, and then you treat them really well. So, so, that they they did. so they don't. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: So they stay here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that uh, that machine because we started. What's what's the process now? But I guess it's going to change. Um, so you have people come through. You film stuff mm-hmm. that creates the clips. Yep. Uh, the clips currently are being done. So they're at outsour- they're outsourced in Australia. So we have a guy okay. in,
2: in Perth. Yeah. Right. So he's still Australian. And we pay him... Just barely. uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Hello to all our Perth
2: Perth listeners. Yeah,
0: to all our Perth listeners. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) listeners. Oh, he's gone to the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh
2: yes. Uh so we so anyway, the the, the point being is comes back within within a, a week or so and then that video gets uploaded. Now, they do sign a release form. So everyone who does the sh- does the course, yeah, right, it's allows all us. Legi- oh yeah, it's, it's all legitimate. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. And we've got some people who've not not who don't want it to be public and that's pri- that's fine. We put it into a YouTube. We upload it to YouTube and then make it unlisted private. or private. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So they can share with their families. Yeah, yep. Exactly yep. right. That's yeah, cool. And,
0: that's
1: good.
2: And that's fine. And we've had a few people who um uh, who who have done the course maybe two or three years ago and they're like oh that early video can you take it down and we're fine with that too Oh, ah, cool absolutely
0: awesome so we're not we're not um, you know because I think well well that's the thing is that, like yeah exactly yeah. when you're producing that much content yeah. then it's just kind of like. Yeah, it's no problem to yeah. to make one private every now and again.
2: Absolutely. But what, yeah. what I love about those uh, five-minute videos, which is what we produce, is mm-hmm. that I can go in uh, myself and, and my outsourced editor does it sometimes as well, and we get the best 60 seconds. Now, a 60-second joke, if, if everything else was horrible, you've still got a 60-second good joke. Yep. That gets turned into a uh, square yep. Instagramable Instagram, yep. yeah, yeah. with subtitles. Now- I'm I'm pointing at uh, Chris now because he's he, pointing at
0: me everybody. He gave me
2: this idea because you <laughs> you done some work with another comedian. Yeah. And I was looking at the work you were doing and it was instagrammable. It was yeah. in the square box and it had um th- it had the a little title. bit of
0: a title and then subtitles underneath. That way you didn't have to reframe yeah. every single Exactly. Thing. to make
2: it a square a square yeah, yeah, shot. Yeah. And
0: I looked at this and I said, "Thank you, Chris.
2: <laughs> I am going to borrow this." So this is me admitting to you, Chris, ah, that you taught welcome. me something in return.
0: We well, there we go. Out of all of the 69 this is the 69th episode oh. congratulations <laughs> what, what 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 other episode would you be on um you've learned something i've learned
1: something 60 <laughs>
0: 69 yeah crackers that's
1: like that's a year and something yep wow it's been that long yep boom
2: so
0: uh yeah cool
2: so awesome. that, so that's that so that goes out to instagram so just for record um we have a, we have lots of photos and we have our staff take photos uh, during the course, yeah, right. and those get turned into Instagrammable photos, and we have a we have a logo at the very very bottom. The logo's strong enough that even when it's blurry, you can tell what it is if yeah. you know if you mm-hmm. know the brand yep. with the website because Instagram, of course, uh, there's well, only one yeah. URL that you can use yeah. on on your um, bio oh, page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously, it's about repetition. So we've got that little bar at the bottom, and that goes out a typical photo that that might get. F- ah oh, you know 20 30 likes yeah but a video of the same person will go over 100 views yeah. videos do yeah, yeah, yeah. so much better it on is.
0: every single platform yeah like yep. Uh, both because both everyone's everyone's fighting for that youtube space yeah yep. that's right and both
1: platforms are going to up like google and facebook are pushing a video like crazy for sure
0: the funny thing is like at the moment um YouTube is becoming so commercialised that I think that uh, people uploading to Facebook and Instagram with video, uh, I think that those two are sort of capitalising on it because they're not running the ad campaigns that Google, uh, that YouTube are running. Yeah, right. So uh, one of the main reasons that uh, YouTube – is becoming commercialized is because they have to make content that's super advertiser friendly, mm-hmm. and they've got to pander to that audience. Yep. Um. And if you're making something that might be a little bit edgy, stand up comedy, quite a lot of the time. Yep. You get de- Uh You get demonetized. You get not just demonetized, but you get suppressed. Down. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get uh, that because they don't want the advertisers to be like, oh, they- I don't want to. I don't want my ad showing on this. Anyway, I could rant about that for ages. Yeah. But Facebook and Instagram don't have that same problem. Mm. So you can kind of get away with a lot more. And I think that that's why they're one of the reasons that they're pushing that video stuff a lot more is because there's there's a little gap there that they can sort of fill.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and a bit of a pro tip at the well, a bit of a trend at the moment is Instagram is, start, is the growth on Instagram in terms of traffic growth. Uh, it's outstripping Facebook. Ah, oh, it's totally it's crazy. It? It's just, it's just like, swapped over.
0: Millennials are all about the gram. All about the
1: gram. <laughs> yep. it is. They are, and uh, yeah. So that's what I mean. That's one of the reasons why Instagram video has now. You know, it used to be a small. What, it was ten seconds. Yeah, almost yeah. Vine ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
0: uh, 10, fifteen yeah, seconds. I Yeah, right.
1: It was like an extended Vine, if nothing yeah. else. And now, now it's, a, it's now
0: it's a minute, but like yeah. you can do, you can string. I I don't know why they bothered making it so that you could string multiple one-minute things together probably some technical thing that they're like oh it'd be too much code to write but <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> yeah that will change
0: yeah mm. so um we've talked about short form content now i'm going to segue very casually into long form content uh, and bring up your podcast
2: podcast yeah that's right school of hard knock knock's podcast so it's the same name yeah so why well, for SEO purposes, yep. So we can absolutely own that name right across. It's a great, the it's whole, a great name, by the way. You know, the yeah, whole Google. So, which, you know, which, which came first, the video content or the podcast content? The video, video came first. Okay, and I was doing, I was prior to doing the School of Hard Knocks, I'd done mm-hmm. podcasts, uh, overseas, and was all B 2 B. Okay. And uh, podcasts were coming up
0: at that point and I, I
2: thought, oh, well, well
0: actually. Can I, can I just quickly ask B2B in terms of podcasts, mm. mm-hmm. I mean, that's what this is, literally. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. Is, what, what sort of things were you doing B2B? Can you talk about that?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ran a, I, and I do still live in China. Uh, and I run at that time. I ran a training course, a training company, yeah, right. uh, my own company called Clark Morgan. I'm Morgan, and uh, we always always dabbled with new tech. And the new tech at the time was podcasts, and mm-hmm. uh, we had a go. And we we produced two types of podcasts, and uh, it was essentially marketing. But we would interview our trainers and talk about a skill and, yeah. and put, and it would go onto our website. We'd host it on our website as well as on. Uh, iTunes and, uh, yeah. and and we're talking two thousand and five. Wow, early adopter, very early. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, um, and and then we also. D- output a videos version so we had a podcast but video so okay. itunes takes video as well
0: yeah okay yeah uh did you post that to oh well in china you probably weren't posting that to youtube at all were you
2: well i was i've been in china so long that it, facebook has and hasn't been blocked and then has been again
0: oh really <laughs> yeah
2: so for anyone in marketing it's been a roller coaster ride yeah you know yeah, yeah.
0: Well, but, you wouldn't be that, able to post it in how however many months you won't be able to post it to YouTube at all from China. Oh, I mean, nothing Nothing
2: works anymore in China. Yeah. So no YouTube, no Facebook, no Instagram. Yeah. Um,
0: but, I mean, yeah. like, even Huawei.
2: Oh, Huawei. <laughs> <laughs> <They're not laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: No so, one's doing any business. Is that going to be how's that gonna okay well that's a whole other conversation <laughs> yeah, that's another is, podcast I won't go there <laughs> yeah all right yeah but the, I think but the
1: I think that was a very smart move there on the um on, on the Chinese government's part because they have alternatives isn't it you can't you don't you can't use that platform but guess what we're gonna give you another platform mm. and all of a sudden it's like the, it's the you've got the massive user base
0: it's the only time the only chance anyone has to really rock the boat is the situation with Huawei and that that uh What's it called? Uh, the new uh, OS that they're oh, right. putting yeah. forward. Yeah. Anyway, right. no tangent what? done. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking about other other platforms, like you know. Um, oh, um, WeChat. Yeah, WeChat oh, and ah, whatsapp okay. Yeah. okay, yeah yeah, 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 for sure. Red door. Red door. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah.
0: all English. Uh, names as well, which is interesting. Oh uh, well, they're not. I mean, the Chinese
2: wouldn't have a clue what red door is. Mm. Oh, okay. Or, or red, red book, little red book. Red book. Yeah. Okay. Little red book. Xiao Xiao
1: Hong. Xiao Hongshu. Yeah.
0: So how does like? That's another podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So,
1: so they have their own version of YouTube. They have their own version of of mm. of uh, you know yeah. of. Uh, Of WhatsApp, yeah, WhatsApp is not blocked, but um. just
2: for I mean, this is the segue. We can then get back onto podcasting in China is bigger than the US and it makes more money than the US. And the reason it makes more money is because podcasting is less of a conversation in China. It's more of a singular monologue, dictatorship, dictatorship, (laughs) so to speak. Yes. Uh, where the dictator being the teacher talks about a particular skill that they have and people sign up and pay, you know, anywhere between sort of nine Aussie dollars to like 12 ma- Aussie dollars. Like a master class. Yeah. Format. And there'll be five or six or 20 uh-huh. episodes that you'll get and you listen to it on, on the tr- the train ride, the subway ride to work. Right. Um, and they've got the the apps that support this. So that's your little red book yep. um, ah, that you just referred okay. to. Yeah. And another, Himalaya, Shimalaya, yeah. or Himalaya in English. Mm. So yeah, anyway, that's uh, we can come back on episode 169 <laughs> yeah. and talk about that once I've mastered that one.
0: Yeah. So uh, so doing the podcast, uh, how many episodes roughly, roughly, are you in now with the School of Hard Knock Knocks podcast?
2: We have just uploaded 82, number 82. Okay, so awesome. Not roughly, exactly. Okay, nice. well, that's good.
0: <laughs> um and, and that doing was,
2: that was with Cam Knight from Sydney. Oh ah, yeah, and, and I, I saw that actually today. Yeah, and the great thing about that is it's the second podcast that I'm not the host.
0: Oh, ah. and the
2: host is Steve Davis, and Steve Davis is a graduate of the School of Hard Knock Knocks. Really? So Brilliant. everyone who's been through the firm, and we pay him. he uh, yeah. it doesn't. He's not voluntary. All right. So you you're know.
1: slowly but surely making yourself completely redundant in in the business. Aren't I you? am.
0: But you're also yeah. creating not. Only a school. You're creating a media outlet.
2: Yes, I mean the the, the big goal. Yeah, absolutely. The mm. way the technology is going with the Netflix and the yeah. you know, YouTube uh, Prime or Red or, or Unlimited or whatever oh, they've call yeah. called it they, this they can, week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. I mean, why not have our own our, our own platform? You know, why yeah. not become a, yeah. the comedy channel? So to speak, in in the Love near future, it. oh, it's big big talk for me. But uh,
0: but got, I mean, yeah. like if if you're able to you know facilitate a podcast where you're able to pay a host to host, it, essentially, like what's stopping you from uh, you know creating more podcasts? I mean, listenership would probably be one that you'd need to get advertisers on and all of that sort of stuff. But you know, like it, that's essentially what a lot of businesses are these days are. Uh, they, a part of their business has to be the media outlet, yep. um, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, um, and I always respect yeah. and think that that's really cool. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, there's, you've, you've touched on
0: a little bit of my. I won't talk about it, but yes, uh,
2: having other podcasts within the under the umbrella of the in School the of Hard Knocks, nice. in, yes. in a way, yep. indirectly or directly, is part of our strategy for the next three years. Yeah, mm. fantastic.
0: I would. I would definitely. Think that that was a good way to go. Become a bit of a podcast network, mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm. <laughs> we all, mm. Okay. Stay tuned. Um, yeah. But uh, in doing the podcast, how has that helped? Like for people listening, why would you do a podcast? That's, I guess, the big question. Why? Why does my business need to do a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well there's sales at the end of the day you
2: need money in the bank so mm-hmm. uh, a to b is a very simplified version of sales i do this you buy it and we we have a transaction yep. the reality is sales is not a straight line never very rarely is unless you're going up to the Seven Eleven to buy some milk the reality is you need to build relationships with people mm-hmm. uh, you need to develop kols key opinion leaders yep uh, you need to ride some coattails in in the early days and um, we have we have very famous celebrity comedians who te- teach or, or coach our stand up comedy courses. Yep. People like uh, George Kapianaris, for example, Greg Fleet, mm. Steve Hughes, Jeff Green, just to name a couple. Yep. Uh, we've we've had about uh, I think thirteen or fourteen uh, come and, and work with us. There's so many, yeah, so yeah. many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do we get? How do I walk up to the likes of Steve Hughes, for example? Uh, how do how do I get him to say yes? How do I even meet him? Yep. in the first place. Well, one of the easiest ways to meet someone of influence is to give them something, show them respect, and a podcast is just that.
0: Well, that's the funny thing about people. Well, let's start calling them people of in- <laughs> influence. I don't aols. You don't like that, yeah. yeah. K- no. um, but the the thing about those people is they are constantly having people wanting something from them. Mm having being able to be in a position where you're able to provide them something in with essentially nothing not really substantial in return being able to provide something someone something is way more powerful than going oh well i i need to ask this person for something yeah. you know what well, i mean yeah it is look, look it's it's the
1: it's basic human relationship one on one isn't it to get a secret you have to tell a secret Right, that's the exchange, right? I want a secret from you. I'll give you one of mine, and you give one of yours. Yeah, and I mean, what that whole hundred lunches thing that we did with that we had with Kaylee on board? Yeah, that's exactly that. Um, Kaylee Chu, she did a program where she had a hundred lunches with a hundred strangers, just randomly. Yep, and now she's just published a book. Yep, and she's got on her, you know, personal friends. You know, she's got billionaires on her personal friendship list. Right. You know, just out of having that's lunch because with because she
0: people. she didn't want anything from no, them. Right? She just, just wanted to have lunch with them. And, yeah. and yeah. you wanted to
1: hear your story. Tell me your story and I'll tell you mine. So, yeah.
0: in terms of a networking opportunity for podcasting, that's a really good, uh, it's a good icebreaker. It's a good way to, yeah. like, I, I've i done, this isn't my first podcast, Um, but my old podcast that I used to do, um, I've become friends with every single person yep. that I've had on it because you don't have someone on your podcast for an hour and sit down and talk to them without forming some sort of a relationship. Exactly. Yep. So that's a good reason to start a podcast. Is, is that why we're friends, Chris? That's the only the reason.
1: why, Because we hang out in this room. <laughs>
0: there you go, guys. <laughs> Alright, what else have we got to go through? I'm sure we've got so much well, more to go through, well, but we're going to have to wrap this episode up pretty yeah, soon. I think,
1: I think a, good, a good wrap up would be I th- going back to what you said about, you know, making yourself redundant in the business, mm-hmm. which means you've basically freed up your hands to go and do something else. Mm-hmm. Tell That's us a right. bit more about how, you know, what's that done? I mean, how has how's that changed your headspace more? Well,
2: i'm I'm very systematic so I walked into the comedy space having never done stand-up comedy and never produced anything yeah right. remotely similar to stand-up comedy but I have a uh, corporate training background mm-hmm. and and that's a very structured learning model so anyone who's ever worked in training industry would would know about the Kirkpatrick model and the the four types of learners and and so on right. and I, I've applied it to everything not only the the training the coaching itself but actually the back office. Uh, and the facilitation and the handbook. So, look, I'm not going to get into an argument over can you teach stand up comedy or not. Yeah. Uh, clearly, clearly you can because we have people coming back,
0: mm.
1: in my my
2: opinion. Uh, I've systematized. And people doing
0: well after yeah, doing it. People, yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. Having their own shows, having their own gigs. Absolutely. Come on second own. at real yep. Comedy.
0: The thing is, okay, in, and as far as the argument, can you teach stand up comedy? Yes you can but the people learning it have to listen. That's the that's the key difference. Yeah. Is like you just you have to listen and be open because so many people don't. Yeah. And just go around in circles doing the same garbage.
2: Well that's it. And and that's and that's part of my systematic approach. So we have the course then after the course what's next? So there is a systematic approach to Okay, then you get picked to perform right and you and we pay you then you get picked to perform at melbourne international oh, comedy yes, festival and then adelaide fringe and we invite you back to perform as the middle bracket very nice and be and be a guest comedian coach yep um and all that there's
1: ma- a roadmap there's a roadmap well that's there the is. basics of all learning right overreaching goals
2: yeah yeah absolutely nice. and because it's a warm environment people do come up and say you know in that joke you know tweak it a little bit use that and people don't get offended whereas in the open mic circuit uh, when a stranger comes up to you and goes, "Oh, you know that joke about the possum? You know, can you? I reckon you shouldn't do it or change that." Yeah, and you go, "Piss
1: off!" Yeah, get back,
0: man. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's very supportive. Well, some
0: some of them would, but like I I came from a, a similar situation back when they used to have the um, comics lounge, the comics yep. lounge workshops before the School of Hard Knock Knocks, and that's where I first did comedy. Yeah, and. So I have a lot of the people that I know in comedy, we have that same relationship. Mm. And if it weren't for that, I wouldn't do comedy. So, yeah. you know, they don't run anymore, which is, I mean, I mean, that's got to be kind of a good thing. I, <laughs> I, I can't say to that be you're... on that day, but <laughs> I found out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is,
1: is, is, is this part of the comedy safe room conversation we were having before?
0: Uh, that's a whole nother thing. Um, It's, uh, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Anyway... But you know, like it, you do create an environment and and friends like like you're saying that all went through that same sort of thing together, and you, some people are more open to it than others. Oh yeah, so that's fine. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going back to being redundant, mm-hmm. how does that feel? Well, I'm not 100
2: percent redundant. I'm still the one who transfers money to bank. To the bank accounts. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right, of that's, the that's comedians. The best, that's the best job of all. <laughs> I'm kind of the most important in that in yeah. that respect. <laughs> yep. uh, so people to do the top respect of the food me. Yeah. When I go yep. to open mics just to watch as an audience member, I yep. I, I do get lots of handshakes and smiles because yep. they yep. they know we pay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. Which is nice. Yeah. Um. It, but look, it's nice. Like last night, I, I, I watched a whole show produced by the team. There was five of us, five, not including myself and Ben, the other co-founder, mm. and we were and they were doing a great job. We had three cameras running. We had lights. Light, sound we had an MC how right do, but in one? the early well, days awesome. how
1: many people were doing that job two no, yeah.
2: ben was on stage and i was off stage yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, no, so you've created something bigger than you oh absolutely and it's sydney's we're growing sydney we've got a nice. team there adelaide adelaide's got its own stages and backdrops and cameras Yep. All oh in wow adelaide
0: awesome yep. yeah no, it's nice. I- yeah nice all right well, uh, we were going to get into SEO, but... Uh, we'll save it for episode 100 and what? 169. <laughs> 169. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you so much for coming in all the way from China. I know it was a long flight just for this podcast. Are your arms tired? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I to
1: should should get our our course, course uh, Mark. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. probably
0: should. Yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to know more about the School of Hard Knock Knocks, where can you go?
2: Well, you can actually, and here's SEO, you can actually go... Learn stand-up comedy, Melbourne, or Sydney, or Adelaide, and we'll be up number one because our SEO is that good.
0: Oh. He puts his
2: money where
1: his mouth is. Yeah. There we go. Right. Very well, nice. Well,
0: if you want to help us out, you don't do that. You, what is, <laughs> <But if> you, <laughs> you open up your browser first, and then in the address bar, which I know that most people aren't familiar with, but uh, drive in HTTP... <laughs> It should have an S, but we haven't done that right now. So it says it's not secure. It doesn't matter. That's fine. <laughs> so professional on this podcast, aren't we? We're a podcast, not a website. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, www? Destroy Digital. Oh, you're not doing any dots anymore. Oh, I are you? The dot. Ready? Damn it! Start again. www.destroydigital.com.au. Dot. Dot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wait. I'm trying <laughs> to do it quick. <laughs> Mark, I'm trying to do it quick. Why are we out of time? Yeah, because uh, if you want to fill out a form and submit your business, we'll have a look through and tell you stuff. And go
1: destroy something today.